The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. an incredibly impressive showing here tonight against Adam Cole. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way, but I have to ask, why did you come out and confront Adam? Uh, you know, if you want to be the best, you got to go straight to the top. And everything that I've been saying is that I'm a generational talent and that, you know, I am once in a lifetime. And how can I back that up by not going against somebody who's who's on a level that, you know, I've never seen before? Adam Cole is just, he's on his own level. And, and eventually I plan on getting on that level and surpassing that level and creating a level of my own. Uh, you know, even when I lose, I win and this was a learning experience and that's why I call myself a generational talent Carmelo Hayes because you know I'm going to get better from this and, and, and I'm going to make the most of this loss I really will try me thank you for your time yeah. hello and welcome to the NXT cast I'm your host Don DeLorente and I'm joined by my co-host Miss Simi what's going on Miss Simi Feeling good. Don't miss the Sasha and Naomi, but we move. Yes, yes, we continue to move on as uh, it doesn't look like we're getting any closer to uh, resolving nope. this, this situation. So, Looks like we're getting closer to them being gone forever. Bianca Belair, the only person with some melanin holding it down in either <sighs> women's division right now. Yep. Yeah, they showed that new uh, SmackDown women's division with uh, Shotzi. I mean, mm-hmm. excuse me, Liv Morgan as a champion. And then everybody uh-huh. else kind of standing behind her. Uh-huh. Only person with some uh, little touch of melon. Well, there's two people, but she doesn't. one of them doesn't count. Uh, Raquel <laughs> Rodriguez, because, you know, she'd be trying to lighten uh, up her appearance. Yeah. And then Zia Lee. <sighs> Damn. That was it. Very, Damn. very shocking. Oops. Yes, yes. But nonetheless, we're here to talk about NXT. So we open with the recap of the last week's Great American Bash. And then we flash out to earlier today. It is the most dangerous place in professional wrestling. We've mm-hmm. known this ever since 2016. The NXT parking lot has claimed another victim, NXT Roxanne Perez. She's been attacked in the parking lot. Core Jade and the training staff are checking on her. It's just an awful scene out here in, in the NXT parking lot. You tell them every time. Why don't be going out there by yourself? Hoes <laughs> be getting kidnapped and everything. Not look at you. <sighs> I swear, man, you need to be strapped up when you be uh, walking through that NXT parking lot. Daytime, Honestly. nighttime, it's it's just not safe. Right? Where's Arn? He got the glizzy. <laughs> let, let him be. Let him be your bodyguard, please. <laughs> it is a. Uh... From Hideo Itami to, to to Malachi Black or Alistair Black at the time to mm-hmm. to 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 you name it, they've been out. They got getting kidnapped. Yeah, they've been out in that parking lot, and uh, it hadn't been good for them. <sighs> Somebody said, uh, "Wendy Chu said." <laughs> Oh gosh, said the NXT parking lot has more consecutive wins than Goldberg. 
I mean, and she's right. And she's right. Uh, Giovanni Vinci taking on Apollo Crews. Vinci grabs a fan's phone, causes a distraction. That allows the ops, I mean Zion Quinn, to run out of the crowd and deck Apollo Crews. He rolls him back in the ring where Vinci hits his sit-out last ride powerbomb for the win. Mm, he is the ops. Damn, Zion. I mean, I know y'all be lusting and stuff, but this man is just out here on the haterific parade right now. He's a menace. Him and Roddy are, like, in contention for number one hater. <laughs> Zion Quinn don't like nobody. Wesley. Nobody. It's Roddy, Zion Quinn, and Daniel Garcia from AEW. Just in contention <laughs> for number one hater of the year. My God. Jesus, Zion Quinn. I don't care how fine you are. Damn. Why you gotta do Apollo like that? This is a good match. Yeah, because... So, with- when he drop kicked that man out the air, I was like, shit. <laughs> yeah, because it's like two smaller body guys who are really athletic, too, at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, so very good. Very good. Very good match. Uh, Corey J. He should have been on NXT this whole time. You're very, they definitely moved him up too soon. You're right. <laughs> Corey Jade isn't impressed by Toxic Attraction jumping Roxanne Perez. And she says if Roxy can't go, then she'll step in and she'll fight in her honor against Mandy Rose for that NXT women's title. I bet she will. I bet she will. Uh, Tiffany Stratton is getting her nails done and Vince about finally being done with Wendy Chu. Now she wants to know who leaves with the women's title. The nail work isn't great, but she'll spare them a bad review. Ain't leave no tip. (laughs) It's just rude. She is very good at character work, and she's getting mm-hmm. very good in the ring. Like, her character work has always been ahead of her wrestling, but her wrestling mm-hmm. is yeah. rapidly catching up. And, yeah, she's going to be the champion yeah. at some point. Yeah. Not before Nikita, though. <laughs> well, hey, you know, they're going to have to make the belt a little bit bigger, but uh, I'm <sighs> not mad at that. Miss back herself. <laughs> Uh, so here's Cameron Grimes for a promo after his loss to Braun Breaker last week at Great American Bash. He says he didn't get robbed, even though the fans were chanting it. He says he <laughs> even caved Dan Breaker's chest, but he just didn't win the title. Now he has. He says now he's lost. He's lost the North American title and the NXT title shot, and maybe that's just life. Instead of going to the moon, he crashed into the sun, and all of a sudden here is JD McDonough to interrupt. McDonough says that after Grimes lost last week, he became old news. Now it's all about McDonough, who wants that meathead, Braun Breaker. Grimes wants McDonough to look at him when he talks, so McDonough headbutts him, and then that gets Cameron Grimes all stirred up, so of course he goes after him, and McDonough runs off. Beat his ass, Cam. You could tell he was like a spittle was coming all out that mouth. <laughs> mad. Pit. I thought we were going to see Cameron Grimes maybe graduate to the main roster. Yeah. Or at least get healed Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like he's about to do the job for old Jordan Devlin McDonough. (sighs) We know who you is. Right. Exactly. I didn't know who you were before, but I know now. (laughs) We know who you is. 
Uh, the Creeds and Damon Kemp are going over footage from last week's match, and respect is shown. Kent would love to run it back, and the Creeds are in if he is. The Creeds leave, and here comes Roderick Strong to say, that isn't what you do. Kemp cost him the title, so next week Roderick Strong is going to face him and teach him a lesson. Again, number one hater. He's such a hater. <laughs> I'm not feeling this diamond mine on diamond mine violence, though. Me neither. Be a group. Right. Right. I don't like this. Be heels together. Either be heels together or be faces together. I don't like this divide. I don't like this divide. Grayson Waller blames Wesley for his loss last week and wants to teach him a lesson. Oh, did I miss something? I think I missed something. I know I missed something. Hold on. Mm. No, uh, I don't think I got to it yet. Just want to make sure, because it was the best part of the show. Um, Roxanne Perez, she's still getting checked out. So Tatum Paxley is taking on Caden Carter. What's going on, Caden? Carter ties up the legs. Paxley grabs the rope, so Carter pulls her away right into a small package to give Tatum Paxley the fast pin and the win. Whoa. Hopefully this is leading up to the tag team match. I hope so. Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile versus Caden Carter and right. Casey. With Caden and did, uh, Casey winning the damn belt. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Joe Gacy says he's ready for the dyad to reveal themselves next week. If they if it's the Grizzled Young Veterans, I'm gonna be so I'll mad. Be mad. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. I'm going to be real pissed. I'd rather it be Oni Lorcan and 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 um, God, Danny Birch. I, I, I'm praying that's who it is. Like, hey, yeah, they brought him back. Cool. Okay. Right. But God, don't let it be. I feel like it's going to be GYV, and I'm going to be really mad. Because why are you part of Dark Wizardry? I don't like that. <laughs> right. Uh, Sangha is watching the intro from last week's show where he splashed Duke Hudson in the pool. Hudson comes up and complains, and he sets up a match. Um, Yay, fun. A little hardcore country. Fallon Hanley, Josh Briggs, and Brooke Jensen are in the bar celebrating their tag team title win. When Pretty Deadly dressed as Cowboys come in, Pretty Deadly calls the place to dump, and the fight is teased, but Fallon Hanley sets up the title match for next week. I love how she was just like, not in my bar my insurance <laughs> does not cover you and your stupid little brawls get out love that i was hoping pretty deadly with being crop tops but they weren't but it's fine <laughs> it's fine uh, please take those tires away from those men they don't deserve it not feeling the uh you're not feeling the 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 young pistols the wild stallions young beer no uh, at all you can't punch the air right. <laughs> you don't season the meat. I'm not here for it. No. Duke Hudson versus Sangha. Hudson the rips at the chest hair <sighs> before hitting a big boot. That was so weird. Uh, Sangha doesn't seem to mind. Hits a big choke slam. Pins Duke Hudson. Thanks for coming. This is a good little big man on big man match. Oh, he pulled out the titty here. I was just like, ah, shit. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's quite a lot. Uh, Sangha out here channeling his inner 
Bad News Brown with his gear that he had on. I was like, damn, I his, gear looked, his, mustache. his gear looks familiar. And then it just dawned <laughs> on me, like, yeah, that's the Bad News Brown gear. The all black trunks, black Ew. boots, black knee pads with the, the black shooter gloves. It's like, oh, yeah, Bad News Brown. Um, Bad News Brown. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I see it. Um, used to call people honkies in the 80s on the <laughs> in it. WWE. Yeah, I love great. that. Yeah, definitely look up uh, some Bad News Brown, um, like, is superstars. This Bret Hart? Oh, yeah. This is, Bret Hart. this is probably back in that. He used to wrestle in uh, Calgary. That's where he got his start. He's like a real oh. life. He's like a real life, like, Judican. Like, he, like, oh. he, was, he, like, was in the Olympics or just misqualified mm-hmm. for the Olympics for something crazy. Damn. But, yeah, yeah. Bad yeah. News Brown was a. As a was a real bad man. Cool. Shout out to Classic Material. That's his favorite. Uh, that's his favorite. Oh, really? Back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so Robert Stone and company don't think of Solo Sequoia being from the streets because Von Wagner is a real athlete. Oh, boy. Solo Sequoia is like, man, I'm ready to fight. Don't matter. Right. Toxic Attraction, they mock Roxanne Perez for getting hurt, but they say they didn't do it. Dun 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Sequoia. Dum 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 indeed. Sedlo <laughs> Sequoia versus Von Wagner. There's a Samoan drop and a running Umanga attack in the corner. Walk, Wagner goes to the outside. Solo follows them. They fight up the aisle for the double DQ. Sequoia loves getting counted out. <laughs> He's like, I don't care about wins. I just want to kick your ass. He looks more like Jay Uso every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can't deny them jeans. I want him to come to the main roster. And then remember that time when, like, Rikishi came? Well, Rikishi and, like, um, Scotty Suhadi and them did that dance in the mm. ring. I want them to do it. <laughs> Plus Roman. Do it. Give me a dance. That'd be fun for me. Uh, Carmelo it doesn't ha- even have to make sense. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams reprised the uh, Big Papa video by Biggie Smalls and, as they were living, playing the roles of Biggie and uh, Puff Daddy as uh, yeah. their friends can get with their friends. And they can be mm-hmm. friends. They can do this every weekend. <laughs> um, it was in the hot tub in the penthouse suite. Uh, with, with the with the ladies, and uh, basically going over to exploits the Great American Bash. It was a celebration, y'all. Uh, Cameron Grimes retained the NXT North American title. Trick Williams got the win over Wesley. So yeah, they were celebrating. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And uh, the Twitter detectives. God bless y'all. <laughs> did they give you the names of all the pretty ladies? Yes, they did. Nick, Nick, Courtney. Check out the Instagram. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Uh, Last Legend Dribbles Who's Basketball. the black one? Yes, in the That's blue dress. The yes. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> uh, we're on it. Uh, Last Legend Dribbles the Basketball and shouts about Indy Hartwell not being ready for her. Uh, the ball light rolls away and is stopped by a red baseball bat. Oh, no. That was some good, uh, that was some good, 
good camera work, good staging. Yeah. Uh, Chase, you. Yes. Shit, last legend out here crossing, showing y'all the skills with the crossovers and stuff. Uh, Chase, Chase, you has gone to London, but Andre Chase isn't happy with being named as the seventh best school in the country. So Chase threatens to beat Glenn up for writing this and throws him out. I love Chase U. I do. It's like a highlight for me every show. Every time they're on, it just makes me happy. I love the little montage. I love them learning about things. It just made me happy. I love Thea Punch and Bodie and him being like, ah! <laughs> it makes me happy. Oh. It brings us to Last Legend versus Indy Hartwell. Oof. The potential was here. Mm-hmm. It was going well. It really was. It was a Hosswoman mm-hmm. match. I mean, you don't really yeah. get a chance to see two women of this stature wrestle each other, especially not in WWE. Right. You know how much I love it. So I was very excited. Uh, Kaylee Ray, she's on the platform with Last Legends Basketball for distraction that allows Indy Hartwell to like knock down last legend and she was going to go for her springboard elbow drop pretty savage mm-hmm. and then and then moisture and perspiration perspiration on the ropes happen indy slips crashes down to the mat last legend thinking quickly gets her in a roll up indy reverses the roll up and that's a pin and indy hartwell gets the win Yeesh. Lots yeah. of credit to Last Legend for thinking fast. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of credit to Indy Hartwell for picking up on it and going with it. Yeah. It was a very good recovery. Very good recovery. Because this, uh, this was one of those things where it was like, yeah, that's so obvious and so bad that you just have yeah. to be 100 and just be like, you know, she slipped yep. off the rope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They just they slipped off the rope. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. It's the top rope. It's very flimsy. Not many people could get up there and just keep their like feet. Not everybody's Ricky Starks that can just be posing up on the top rope. Or like, you know, Sasha Banks would be doing all this bullshit on the top rope. It's hard. And sometimes you're gonna slip. But it's in the recovery and they did recover well. Yeah, I guess, you know, you take it for granted because you see so many people just do it and nothing happens. They keep their balance. They don't slip. They execute it so many times in a row. It just becomes, in your mind as a fan, just something that's routine. So when Mm -hmm. somebody does have this happen to them, yeah, it does kind of bring you back and be like, yeah, you know what? It is really hard to jump up on the top rope. Springboard on the top rope and then push off of it and Right, you know, I mean, and it's developmental, they're developing, right? I mean, you probably have to learn how to do that in three steps. You probably have to learn how to, like, just get up on the top rope and hold your balance. Step Uh one, then once you get up there and hold your balance, then you got to kind of like learn how to push yourself off, right? Like, do some squats on that, something, yeah, to even go forward to you know, so you, man, yeah. So, and the adrenaline, and you're also sweating because right. you're literally wrestling, so it's, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot of variables that could make that yeah. 
make that possible. So like you said, though, it was all in the recovery. They handled it very well. So Indy Hartwell gets her win. Uh, but it was all about what happened after the match, though, as yeah. Kaylee Ray chases Last Legend off with the baseball bat. So we're going to get Last Legend versus Kaylee Ray at some point soon. Um, a bunch of women talk about Roxanne Perez, including her lack of a boyfriend in the back. <sighs> Boy. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what was funny and what made me think about this? So in the very beginning, when they come to the ring and they're talking about Roxanne Perez has been, you know, injured or whatever, it just reaches mm-hmm. a toxic attraction. And Bandy uh-huh. uh, Rose and uh, Wade Barrett is like, Vic Joseph. What are you doing making these wild <laughs> accusations? It's like, it could have been anybody. It could have been Amari Miller. It's like, yes. what? He's grasping at fucking straws. He was like, anybody. Just nobody else. Not my girl. <laughs> he was so offended on her behalf. Oh, it's hilarious, though. So when the girls are in the back talking, one of the girls that is talking about Roxanne Perez is Amari Miller. That's what made me mm-hmm. think about that. It's just how funny that beginning was to me it's like it could have been anybody it could have been Amari Miller it's like what I'm gonna just pull a name out of my butt <laughs> um Tony D'Angelo he's uh he's kind of pissed he wants to know where Legado's loyalties lie um he pretty much is, you. <laughs> he's pretty much good with Electra Lopez it's the other three that he's got issues with uh, Solo, Sequoia, and Vaughn Wagner are still fighting outside of the building in the parking lot. It's dangerous out there. Mm-hmm. Better be careful. Uh, the, QR, the QR code is back this time, taking you to a Wordle-style puzzle. Um, so we're, we're trying to figure out what they're trying to spell, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see eventually. Tony D'Angelo and Two Stacks taking on Idris Nofe and Malik Blade. Um, I heard that their tag team name was BBC. No. The Blacks is better mm-hmm. than that. Come on now. <laughs> Please. It has blacks in it. It has black in it. No, it's not the same. No. (laughs) Absolutely not. I can't do you sending for white women and also being called BBC. I can't do that. Like, I I refuse. I have to draw a line somewhere. I have to draw the line. Because the last time I great American Bash, one of them was also chasing after another white woman, and I can't. All right. Fine. Your thirst for white women, I guess, I'll deal with it. But I will not also have you call yourself BBC. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. <laughs> you have to put your foot in the sand somewhere. <laughs> and here is where it is. <laughs> I brought the sand. I got my shoe. Line right there. Putting my foot down. Malik Blade gets dropped face first into the top turnbuckle. Then it's the swing and fireman suplex from... Tony D'Angelo to give Tony D'Angelo and two stacks the win. Uh, then after the match, they had Legado Del Fantasmo beat him up some more. <sighs> Legado, come on. Maybe they're just waiting for their homie to get out of the hospital before they can let go off. Yeah, we're going to have something have to jump off here because they've really cooled down Legado 
and uh, yeah. Santos with this. Um, yeah, I don't like that. Nah, no, I like it either. Uh, your fave, Nikita Lyons is back. I mean, the camera shot is just like, good lord. Um, all boobs. Like, her face is up there. Uh-huh. Uh, but she doesn't yeah. know who attacked Roxanne Perez, though people are accusing her. She says if she's got a problem, she'll address it face-to-face, not from behind. And if she can, she's ready to take the title shot tonight, though, if Roxanne Perez can't go. Oh, God, she's going to be the one to beat Mandy, and I don't. I don't. <laughs> I um, don't. <laughs> let's give a shout-out to Mackenzie Mitchell and her hair this week. Yes. Definitely much better. This is the Mackenzie Mitchell hair I like. <laughs> She's been kind of not doing it for me the last couple of weeks uh, with some of her fashion choices. But this week, yes, she's back on point. Looks good. Uh, Where's Alicia? She just does the ring announcing. And I don't oh. know if they've been doing, I haven't really been checking to see if they've been doing the Up Next show still. But yes, Alicia is adorable as well. They have a great chemistry together they could they do that's why i like their show yeah they could definitely host something on like a bigger platform together dealing inside wwe uh axiom he likes comic books and he wears a mask and he'll debut next week cool gonna have another luchador i think it's a kid with a mask on oh okay Uh, NXT, it may not be, but that's what I'm thinking. NXT title matchup. Mandy Rose, of course, comes out there and gloating. She's not going to be able to have a match because, you know, Roxanne Perez is too hurt, too scared to come out and fight her. But, of course, Roxanne Perez, uh, Corey J comes out first to talk about, you know, it wasn't cool what they did. But she's here, and she can take the title off Mandy Rose. But Dan Roxanne Perez does come out, and the match is on. The Pop Rocks is blocked as Mandy Rose gets to the floor where Roxanne Perez hits a dot. The Pop Rock connects on the floor, and Perez throws Mandy Rose back inside. And that's when Cora Jade hits Roxanne Perez with the women's tag team title. That allows Mandy Rose to hit her running Rose trigger and retain the NXT women's title. (gasps) Jade, what are you doing? Mm. After the match, Cora Jade yells at Roxanne Perez a lot. She goes to hit her with the skateboard. That disintegrates. (laughs) And they showed you a little bit of how the magic works. Because when she went to fling it back to come striking down upon the Roxanne Perez, it shatters into many little pieces, leaving Cora Jade to have to use the pieces to mm. beat down Roxanne Perez at the end. You knew something was up with that skateboard because she never rode it. She was holding it yeah. in her arm the whole time. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, it was gimmicked a little too good. Yeah. Yeah. This is bad. The ending part mm-hmm. was bad. Mm-hmm. What did I tell y'all? Corey Jade's like title belt shot ago. was bad. She could have put a little yep. bit more oomph into it. Yeah. It wasn't as hard hitting. I saw, 
I told y'all like three weeks ago, probably more than that, as soon as Corey did, he was like, Roxanne, this is my best friend. T2001. We're so, I don't know why she said that all of a sudden. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> we're your best friends. Oh, look at us. We're so good. We're two little people who look like AJ Lee. Oh my God, we're so happy. And soon I was like, mm, that bitch is going to turn. That bitch is going to turn. And look, look what happened. And when I was as soon I was just like, oh, I was like, Cora did it. Cora did it. This is this was her plan all along. This was her plan all along. And now and you know what upsets me about it? Yes. It's just a waste. A waste. Oh, it's a big old one eighty. Of, of the tag team champ mm-hmm. of the tag team both. Yeah. A waste of that contract. Yep. A waste of the breakout tournament. Yep. A waste of it all. Because you know, they number if if they were gonna do this, right? They could have gone two ways that would have been fine. One, you could have had Cora and um Roxy lose those belts to Caden and Casey. And then well Cora is like, Oh shit, well I don't have anything. I we were gonna win, but now I don't have but but Freaking um, Roxy still has her, her contract, so she could still go for the belt. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Cora sabotages it because she's just like, "Oh, so you probably didn't have your head in the game, and we couldn't get this champ, but you still have a shot. You still have this, and I don't have anything. You could have had that, or you could have just have Roxy lose the breakout championship and have give it to somebody else." Lash Legends, somebody else. And then you just, you build this up. You build it up for at least a couple of months. All right? You, you make us think, oh, no, she's not going to turn. You give them a whole bunch of matches. You give them a lot of wins. You give good promos, good story, blah, 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 blah. You build it, and you build it, and you build it. And then you still, in those matches, you could still have maybe... Roxy is the one that always pins somebody. You know, Roxy is the one that always gets the wins. Maybe Roxy gets like a little bit more shine and you play it into the storyline where you see Cora getting a little bit more jealous and then you have freaking Cora turn. But you got to build it up. These hoes been champion for one week. <laughs> it's been seven days and already like, come on. We know it was coming. Just like with Bailey and Sasha, we knew the turn was coming. We didn't know who was going to turn. We're like, either Sasha's going to turn because she's eyeing that belt too much, or Bailey's going to turn because she sees Sasha eyeing that belt. But we know one of them is going to turn. But the, the beauty of that is, is that, well, number one, there was history. And two, they built it up. There was storyline. You saw the little bit. They swerved us sometimes. They, they thought... They made us think, oh, it's going to happen. No, it's like it's not. Was it going to happen? No, it's not. And they built it, and they built it for longer than seven freaking days. <laughs> and now, boom, just a waste of a title shot, a waste of the breakout tournament, and now Nikita Lyons and her overarch bag is going to get the championship, and what are we doing all this for? Definitely doesn't make a lot of sense. Definitely lets you know that um, somebody stepped in and just took the booking and was like, nope, we're going to a different direction, Triple H. 
Right. He said he was back. And a lot of people was like, well, we haven't seen nothing different about NXT 2.0, even though Triple H said he was back. Right. Well, you just got well, it this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roxanne Perez, uh-uh. Nope, you're not finna, nope. Everything that everybody thought you was about to get, no. Mm-mm. We're finna set you back. Core J, we're gonna set you back, too. And like you said, it looks like it's going to be Nikita Lyons as, as the next possible person to take the title off of Mandy Rose. Maybe Mandy Rose is going to be out here and just be like a, a Roman Reigns, just be a 700-day champion. We don't want that. They, ha- they haven't figured out a way to get the title off of her yet, and she's, like I said before, a couple of months ago, she's acquitted herself well enough as the champion, mm-hmm. but there's no pressing need to take it from her, so... Who knows? Yeah. They haven't really got right. anybody really. I mean, they were trying with Roxanne. I think it's a little too soon for the title match. They haven't mm-hmm. really warmed anybody up or got the crowd into anybody. You know, that's a big part of the women's division for NXT historically is the crowd is always ahead of the company yep. and who they want the champion to be. But the crowd yep. hasn't really latched on to anybody. I mean, when Dakota was here, they latched onto that. Yeah. They latched onto Kaylee Ray before they changed that girl's name. True, true. Wendy Chu had like momentum. People liked her, but they didn't. So like, there are people there, and like, not that Mandy Rose is bad. She's not bad at all. But it's just like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so annoying. So now we're because this is this is why I was not enthused that they won those championships from Casey and from um Kaden and um and that other lady. Yeah, Casey Tyson Zara. Yeah, they got the tag team title shot against Toxic Attraction last week. Yeah, I was hoping Mm -hmm. that the more established tag team would have got it too because they've put in so much work and they definitely deserve a chance to really show what they can do in a spotlight and a showcase and have a, a real run you know they've always been kind of mm-hmm. just here or there like oh it's a little team sunshine it's a good little oh it's a Caden Carter yep. singles match oh, okay you know it's refreshing to see that but they've never been a consistent part of the show and mm-hmm. giving them the NXT tag team titles definitely would change that and I would be a fan of that because more Caden Carter on my TV the better yeah, exactly with a gold belt around that waist Yes. Or across that shoulder. Whichever no, no, one. No, no, You said it right the first time. <laughs> Around the waist. Listen, as long as she's not carrying it like it's a duffel bag. That's why I was kind of upset with Mercedes Martinez. It's like, you know, you could make this a lot more efficient if you had the belt around your waist and we're coming out to the ring instead of carrying it, yeah. holding it up that way, trying to, like, keep it on your right. shoulder. But, you know, yeah. it's just the small things. I mean... Sometimes it won't go. Remember that time Sasha had around her shoulder and it fell? And Bailey <laughs> laughed at her? She's too little. Sometimes it's too big. Yeah, like uh, when Leon Ruff was a North American champion. Oh, my little chicken wing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I know we normally don't watch Rampage. Mm-hmm. But I would suggest you check it out Friday because Lee Moriarty is going to wrestle Jonathan yeah. Gresham, and that should be a damn good match. I'm going to have to record it because yeah. I have to work. Jonathan Gresham is the uh, ROH heavyweight champion. 
Check that out. Should be really good. Should be really, really good. Well, this episode of NXT was shocking. Roxanne Perez has fallen from grace. She is no longer appears to be the chosen one, which is going to have all the titles. Core Jade has made a dastardly turn like Avril Lavigne in the late mm-hmm. 90s, 2000s. So. Things are just all. I really wanted place. to sing complicated. I really wanted to do it, but I didn't. I, I, oh, I, the restraint that I showed. <laughs> so everything is, uh, everything is, uh, is all, is all out of whack now here in NXT Women's Division. Uh, actually, speak, speaking of Avril Lavigne, uh, mm-hmm, I'll give mm-hmm. Machine Gun Kelly, uh, whoever put his tour together, very smart. Machine Gun Kelly oh. has, you know, kind of. I guess he raps still, but it's more kind of that oh. like rock, rock rap so, now, more than anything. And I uh, can tell you one Machine Gun Kelly song. Right. I could tell you a feature. <laughs> right, and uh, but uh, and, you know his fan base is kind of you know teenagers, you know teenager preteen kind of range. Mm-hmm. So he has Avril Lavigne as like his uh, as his uh, guest or whatever. Oh, yeah, that is smart. And now the kids' parents have somebody that they can see because, you know. Yeah. And, it, you know, they get a moment yeah. with the Avril Lavigne songs and stuff, and then, you know, Machine Gun Kelly comes on, and, you know, so it's kind of real smart, real good. Yeah, it is good, smart. Real good booking. Because people used to love making fun of Avril, but that, that girl's got songs that go off. Complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Good <laughs> yeah, so I took that in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly concert. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can tell you one feature, and that's on a Little Mix song, and he wasn't necessary on that Little Mix song. He uh, he came in on like a they had like a a, a helicopter. Oh. That he okay. actually came into the arena on. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. These the theatrics yeah. at these concerts these days are amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee, that's what that's uh, again, that's not Guns N' Roses, that's Poison. Uh, a couple of years ago when they were on tour, or whatever, mm-hmm. he does this thing where he actually gets on. It's like a roller coaster. The drum set actually gets on like this track, and it does like a roller coaster. He's doing like twists. What? And turns upside down playing the drums. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Loop de loop? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh no. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeesh. I'm <laughs> sure people enjoyed it. I oh, lose yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's my crazy. My goodness. It is crazy. It's crazy. So yeah, go check out a concert again, people. Some of the theatrics at some of these concerts are pretty good. Yeah. I love a live show. <laughs> I do. Just uh, wear your mask and uh, you know be careful. Yeah, exactly. Because the uh, the Rona coming back, y'all. Watch the news. Yeah. And monkeypox, like, yeah. imagine Rona and monkeypox, girl. No. <laughs> and the thing about it is, they both got the same symptoms. Ah. Which is just the most terrifying thing. And then it's also oh, summer about the you know. Even though we're enjoying it right now, it's uh, going to be ending here very soon. Yeah, oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, and so 
So yeah, be careful, y'all. Keep wearing yeah. your mask. Don't let these uh, don't let these people out here fool you. Nope. Especially if you have allergies. Yes. Because the mask that saved my life. <laughs> All right, Miss Simi, your final thoughts on this week's edition of NXT 2.0. So that turn, I saw it coming. I just wish it had a little bit more oomph to it. Mm-hmm. They didn't give but... us the Christian... Like, no. you know, like, damn, Christian looked like he about to turn. And then it'd be right. like, oh, no, good. He just helping Jungle Boy. Right. He just giving him advice. Played yeah. the long game. There was no build. I wanted the build up. They had the start of a build, but they didn't. It was too short. Mm-hmm. You pull the trigger too soon. Meh. But I did really enjoy um, Apollo versus Valperium. It was really good. Um, I'm hoping we get like Legato, like freaking revolting against um, the family. Mm-hmm. I really need that to happen because I don't, I don't like how they're being punked right now. Right, it does not a like good that. look at all. You're right. I don't like that at all. Um, uh, blah, blah. Indy and Slash, they had a good ma- match besides that like flub at the end. Mm-hmm. But. Other than that, it was a good one. Although the optics of a white woman chasing a black lady with a bat, mm, I don't like the optics. I don't like the optics. I don't like that. I don't like that. I know storyline purposes, technically, she's right because, you know, Lash Legend interfered, but mm, no, no, no. I don't like these optics. Makes me uncomfortable. And plus, it's Lash Legend. I'm not going to go against her. I don't care what she does. Okay. Love her. So, um, I hope Pretty Deadly takes those championships. And I kind of miss Braun this week. I was like, oh, where's Braun? Where's Braun and Braun? But other than that, it was a pretty solid show. Definitely agree. Um, the, you know, show long thread of can Roxanne Perez make it to her title match? And mm-hmm. then the payoff with Cora Jade uh, being dastardly and turning on her. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely uh, bookended the show very well. Things yeah. in the middle were very good as well. Uh, the matches, you know, they are what they are in NXT sometimes. But mm-hmm. sometimes you get a few gems, um, like Apollo Crews and, and Giovanni. Um, yeah. And then everything else is kind of setting up storylines and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, can't complain. We'll see. We'll be heading towards, I guess, a, a takeover, I guess, uh, SummerSlam weekend, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, maybe, possibly, but it, it mm-hmm. hasn't really been advertised as that yet. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. like they would be gearing up to advertise that because, you know, SummerSlam is only like two weeks away. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, July 30th. It's the Damn, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the, it's the Saturday, the last Saturday of this month. So it's coming up real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's in August. It's the last weekend in August, but because we're mm-hmm. going to England in September, I think the first weekend in September before football starts, um, I guess they're going to try to give people a break before they go over there, I guess. Yeah. So, August is out. Mm-hmm. Well, and probably this is when they could get the stadium because yeah. football would be started and they probably couldn't have gotten the stadium in August for a preseason game because WWE is trying to do set more of their big pay-per-views on Saturday, mm-hmm. which is actually 
a good idea if you're going to go, you know, four or five hours or whatever. It's what Tony Khan should have monopolized when he had I mean, the chance, but... Yeah, but hey. But hey, <laughs> he, he, he just doesn't... Hey, yeah, you know what? Sunday night, y'all sit down at 7 o'clock, and when y'all finish watching this, it'll be about 12.30, 12.45. Good luck waking up on Monday morning, though, going yeah. to work. Especially living like, on the East Coast. Because I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> too late. Guys, I have a bedtime, and I'm going to adhere to it. They wrapped yeah. up uh, Forbidden Door in under four hours, and I was actually presently surprised. That is surprising. I was like, man, they did good. <laughs> right because listen because i was like each each of these matches are going to be a smooth 29 minutes right like double or nothing felt long it was long yeah you know especially like after when they started out with mjf and warlow which mm-hmm. is really kind of the match that kind of sold the pay-per-view for most people yeah once that went off first and the rest of those matches everybody was just kind of like whoof Cause like Jesus. <laughs> when are we gonna get to the main event? I know. Is that another ma- Oh no! Again? Oh God! I'm so tired. Please, I'm so sleepy. You're right. Well, time for your shout outs and thank yous, Miss Simmy. Well, shout out to you, Don, as always. Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys and the hashtags because I love reading your commentary. You know what? Shout out to Kate and Carter just because. Love you. I wish you were <laughs> champion right now. So shout out to you. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ms. Simi for joining me here once again on the NXT cast each and every week here on the CSPN. Uh, you can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can click on that tab. Uh, on any podcast uh, application to subscribe. All you got to do is search for the WrestleCast dash to CSPN. Look for the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. Hit that subscribe tab. NXT cast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. Uh, shout out to Mo to the underscore Reese, Miss Jade to the Max. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Greg and Sam and Classic and Mel because Mel always gets shout outs. Shout out to Miss Jupiter Julep. Shout out to Queen Mel Mindy and shout out to Miss V and shout out to Miss Elisa and all the gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. Miss Cammy D. Definitely appreciate everybody rocking with us. Shout out to Black Howling and Black Marvel and, and uh, Khaled Wren, the guys who hold down the Twitter spaces. Definitely appreciate them and all the work that they put in. Shout out to Mr. Anwar Starwin. He's going to kill me because I, I use that. Mm-hmm pronoun there shout out to starwin yep. shout out to terry's boy uh and just everybody who's down with the whole cspn family wrestlecast community continue to use the hashtag nxtcast each and every tuesday night to share your commentary with color with us inside the twitter spaces and in our live tweet Ooh. so for my co-host miss simmy i'm your host don delorente and this has been the nxt cast please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtag.
requested this interview. Do you have any information on who attacked Roxanne Perez? I requested this time because people keep commenting and DMing me on Instagram that I may be a suspect and who attacked Roxanne because I would have the most to gain. Yeah, I feel like if it wasn't for my injury, I would have won that breakout contract. But I am not the type of woman to attack someone from behind. If I have a problem with you, I'm gonna say it to your face. If Roxanne can't go, and Mandy still needs an opponent, I will gladly put on my gear right now, meet Mandy in that ring, and take the NXT Women's Championship.